Hello and welcome to Mature Gamer Podcast Bits and PCs, episode 67. Uh, with me tonight, we have Clarky. Hello. And Bimesy. Hello. How have you been, lads? All right? I'm fine, thank you. Hope you've, yeah, been, playing, hope you've been playing on your PC. <laughs> yeah, of course been, I have. We've been very console heavy the last couple of weeks. Oh, uh, let me make an amendment to the running order then. Thanks very much to Yoda for um, giving us his update from uh, Play Expo last week. Very enjoyable. Uh, wonder if we can get him back at some point. Um, very good. Um, I see you asked for some feedback on that show. That didn't go so well, did it, Vimesy? Yeah, thanks for that, mate. Cheers. I noticed that uh, <laughs> one of the main bits of feedback was uh, get John back on the show. Um, so here I am uh, to keep you lot in order. God knows why. I have absolutely no idea. Um, a few last time I was on, I asked for some more reviews, and I blind, uh, you know, I and mis- stupidly said, person with the hundredth review, um, could we would would get a prize? Uh, I think at the time we thought that maybe mentioning that would stop people from uh, leaving reviews, and that's turned out to be the case except for Proton who blatantly ignoring my request not just to say oh can I please get the 100th review did exactly that so thanks very much Proton Uh, everyone needs a troll so thank you very much Um, enough about that we'll talk about that later but uh, yeah please um, please throw some uh, reviews in and I will adjust the competition Uh, let's say it just for now uh, when we hit a hundredth, the hundredth review, then I will do a random draw of all hundred reviews, and the winner will get the prize, whatever the prize is. I think I promised some sort of half decent game, didn't I, lads? No idea what you. Can you promised? remember? <laughs> Jesus. I remember you offered a prize. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a game, a Steam game, but not something really cheap and crap. Well, it may Dirty well be two beta. It will, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> those days are long gone. I'm afraid. Uh, maybe it'd be one of the games that I'm going to talk about in my bit. Actually, thinking about it, in fact, it will be. Um, but um, let's wait for that reveal and uh, let's talk to you, Vimesy. What have you been playing, mate? Um, I jumped back in bed with Prison Architect um, for conjugal uh, rights. I had a random conversation with Proton about it and then um, I hadn't played it for, for a while and then thought, oh, I wonder if anything's changed in it and jumped back onto it and I think I've put around something like, I don't know, 11 or 12 hours into it this week, which is ridiculous, really. Um, and it's just, it's just a lovely game. It's It's just a beautiful thing to play. It's very... Very much like Theme Hospital of old, but obviously with prisons. Um, the I think I was saying to, to a couple of people on, on TeamSpeak the night. It's it's very much like I quite like the way they've done their alpha because this is still this is still in paid alpha, um, but it means that I'm basically getting almost like regular DLC. So they've just added in things like prisoners who can tunnel out. Um, and you've got dogs now, so you can you can have guards with dogs doing patrols uh, that will sniff out when people are tunneling underneath them, and 
Um, contraband has now made a, made an appearance, so you'll get prisoners uh, nicking spoons from the canteen to try and dig their way out, or shivs from the the workshop and stuff to stab each other with. Brilliant. Um, it's just it's. I find it really cathartic. I don't know why. It's just a really nice game to play. It looks clean and crisp and beautiful. Um, plays on pretty much anything. Uh, I've got it running on my laptop as well now, um, and it also means I can. Um, I, I, I've just felt, you know I could basically Dropbox my save as well, which means I've kind of got cloud gaming going on. Uh, so if I played, if I'm playing in my office, I can save my game, and then it's a you know a tiny file that I can just Dropbox, uh, and then go up onto my laptop and and continue playing basically. So just really really enjoying it. I don't know why it's um, not normally my kind of game to be to be fair. Uh, I don't know if you two tried it or not. Did you? Uh, I, I haven't tried it yet, but uh, when you first mentioned this, I did ask whether or not shivs were involved yet, and now that they are, I'm leaning towards picking this up. There was always ultra-violence, to be fair. There was always, like, rioting going on and stuff like that, but they've just introduced a more bladed aspect to it now. Have they introduced uh, prison relationships, anything like that? No, 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 not yet. They've they've got, um, I think, conjugal visits and stuff like that are, are on the horizon. Um They've got like family visiting centres, but nothing like, um, <laughs> like that, or and no soap on a rope or anything like no, that. You're, so. you're, you're all rocking caravans in the uh, in the car park. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It's it's just it's got quite a nice sense of humour to it as well. Um, quite understated, but it's just a really nice game. If if anyone um, is interested, go check out. There's plenty of YouTube videos out there. There's plenty of um, content on their on their site, uh, and I, I think. I, I've never made a successful prison. Uh, I've never made one that lasts more than about three or four days, but that doesn't really seem to matter. Um, by about day four, my prisoners are rioting, half my guards are dead, the kitchen's in flames, and, you know, it's just all going downhill. But it doesn't seem to matter much. I just I just kind of wipe it and rebuild and change it about a bit. And it, it's odd for me that a game... Normally, I'd get upset about it, and I'd be like, "Oh, bloody game's broken!" I don't like it. Actually, I, I just really enjoy the kind of basics and the, the beginning build and kind of planning out where I'm going to put my cells and where I put my workshop and all that kind of stuff. Um, just, just really good fun. Um, so yeah, jump back on that. Um, what else? Oh, um, something that seems to be doing the rounds at the moment is a game called um, Card Hunter. Um, have you heard about these? This this one at all? No, what the hell is this about? Card Hunter is, um, well, for a start, it's a, it's a browser-based game, um, which I haven't played a browser-based game for ages, but it's... Um, not even Cookie uh, Clicker. Oh, God. Not even Cookie Clicker. Don't, I'm going to ban Cookie Clicker. I'm going to ban GTA, we can ban Cookie Clicker. Um, it's it's like old-school D&D, so what you get is... Um, kind of like a view of a tabletop a kind of isometric view of a tabletop with a kind of you know the old grid maps with shaded areas to show where there are pillars and where there's rocky formations and, and you know an interior of a cavern or something like that and then you have um basically on your on your team you have like three characters so you might have you'll have a warrior a mage and um, a paladin i think and uh it, it's basically kind of like a mini game of D D where you, you get this this arena if you like this kind of um this this map of this interior cavern you'll have a certain number of enemies and you have um your three players 
and each one of these three players has a set of cards and that'll either be a move card or a um you know an attack card so that the mage might have something like a a firebolt or a lightning strike or something or they might have a move or something or something of that ilk and basically you just you kind of use your tactics to move your players around in kind of D&D style um but it's all free to play um it's there are, there are obviously monetary options where you can buy I'm not even quite sure what you can buy because obviously I've not spent any money on it um, but you can buy like a kind of premium membership or something like that which gives you better loot and things like this and um, the idea is basically you can kind of you can upgrade your character your characters level up they get XP they do all that kind of stuff um, but they also get uh, better weapons better clothes better gear um, so it's kind of like a, you've got that Diablo-esque loot style thing going on as well Um and there are shops involved and things like this. And for a free-to-play game, it's presented beautifully. Uh, it's a really nice kind of art style. It's like a pencil drawing art style. Quite, uh, it's quite nice. Um, so yeah, people should should go check that out because it because it's good. Um, and I get stick for playing Pokemon. This is this is nothing like Pokemon. <laughs> this is this is like playing D and D hardcore styley, but easier. <laughs> It's just, it's just good. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's hard sometimes. Like we, we when we started playing D and D on the forum and things, it's just very difficult because you had to kind of dedicate, uh, you know, an entire evening of you know maybe five hours at a stretch playing playing D and D. And there's you know quite a lot of waiting around while people are making decisions and talking and kind of doing all this and it might be quite a long time before it actually gets around to your turn and this is kind of just like a very D light style thing where you can kind of it, it presents itself in that kind of um choose your own adventure style so when you start a campaign you kind of get a world map and there's there's you know plots you know kind of nodes on map points on on on, on the map which you know there's there's an adventure there there's an adventure there and you can go and choose which adventure you want to go and do and it will give you kind of this uh almost like you know, with a little picture of a, a walk or something on it, and then a little blurb about what this adventure is going to be about. You know, and kind of as you walk into the cavern, the evil orcs charge forward and attack you or whatever, and sets you off into the game. So the presentation's just really, really nice. Um, so yeah, that's Card Hunter. Um, bloody hell, Vimes! He's trying to get a word in edgeways. It's really difficult. Well, go on, try it. Why don't you, John? <laughs> no, I've got nothing to say. So I'm just trying to wind you up. Yeah, keep it going. Um, that's it, really. So I'm going to leave the last one because uh, I imagine Clark you want to talk about it because it's the only thing he's played on the PC this week. No, I'm, I'm just on ban from talking about everything else, aren't I? As it's not PC related. Who's banned you from this? No, we, I thought we said it wasn't relevant, console stuff. Although I have to say, since uh, Pokemon X came out, my uh, friends list on my 3DS has almost doubled in size with a... Uh, well, with at least a few of the PC gaming crowd on it. I know um, our very own uh, Lenny and Carl in the uh, form of App Silas and uh, Kev have picked it up and seem to be enjoying it. But uh, I, 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 I won't continue talking about it. I've never played a Pokemon game in my life. I really have no idea what what to expect what to expect from it. Is it something that I'd like? It involves lots of grinding. Um, I don't know if that's a setup for some inappropriate joke or not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bite. 
Um, I don't think I've got room for that in my life. I've got my 3DS that I bought reasonably recently that I bought with one game, well, two games, one of which is still in its wrapper, and the other one I got stuck on the first boss. So um, that was Sorry. Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, of course, yes, I remember. So I need to I need to get back onto that. But, uh... but yeah, the, uh, my main PC content of this week was um, a little get-together we had. With, when was it last Wednesday, Thursday? I think it was, yes, it must have been Wednesday. On the uh, DayZ Epoch server, which I have to say, niggles aside, I did actually quite enjoy. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't play Daisy as often as I don't know as I feel I should. Um, when I go on, I do seem to enjoy myself a lot. Um, it, it's funny because the uh, as it seems to, as there seems to be a lot of time between me playing it. It's uh, I don't know. Maybe I just noticed that it. it I just noticed the games becoming a lot more stable over time. No, uh, no, absolutely, yeah, and for, uh, and more featured. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it started off very well. Um, John took me and Vimes into the woods. <laughs> Meat was involved. <laughs> I'll say nothing more on the matter. Um, he took us for a ride in his helicopter, and then. Uh, my TeamSpeak server crashed. The next thing I knew, I was shooting zombies in the helicopter. I sort of flicked out to try and fix TeamSpeak. The next thing I knew, I was out of the helicopter, chasing after a bus that was driving away. A new lot weren't in sight. And then I was attacked by zombies and spent the next 20 minutes led on the ground until uh, John came to my aid. And I believe I was also being stalked by uh, one of the other players on the, uh, on the server at the time who uh, never revealed himself. Well, I don't know how you managed managed to cram that much excitement into the, the half an hour that you were on. Cause I played... Oh, it was two hours. Oh, two been... and a half hours it was. Yeah, I've been playing that thing forever, and it, I'm not sure I've ever had quite such an adventure yet. So, uh... <laughs> it's good. Didn't you get killed? Um, no. You oh, before it... I shot you in the head? Yes, you did. I, that was right. I got killed once, and it was because Vimesy shot me in the head. Yeah. I, to be fair, I didn't mean to. Gosh, you say that every time. <laughs> right, well... I was, it's just weird, I got mugged by the zombie. I, came, I was trying to rush to your aid, turned up with you kind of crippled on the floor, with John basically providing covering fire. I tried to help, and then a zombie jumped up behind me. I just basically randomly opened fire and managed to... Well, you were just a casualty of friendly fire, what can I say? <laughs> no, I quite... Uh, I, I did actually quite... Enjoy- this isn't a, uh, this isn't leading into a joke, by the way. I did actually quite enjoy my time on the ground. Um, John, 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 was, John came to, heroically came to my aid while uh, fending off multiple zombies, which I was also led down shooting as well. And it's uh, I don't know, it was just uh, quite an enjoyable lark, all in all. Yeah, I mean, it was good, um, but the trouble is, this game needs more investment. You need mm. uh, you need you need to get out, you need to get in there and work yourself up from the ground up because it's all too it become it can become a little bit stale even though you enjoyed it if you just join the server and we ferry you around in the helicopter the whole time. No, that's um, right. I can't I can't live on your charity forever, can I, Joe? No, um, and you know the, the 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 joy of the game is surviving and putting together you know. A, a stash of gear and and then thinking about building a base. Um, how did you find it, Vimesy? Is this was this another? I mean, because 
I mean, I think it was me wittering on about the extra features in Epoch that kind of piqued your interest on in this. Yeah, no, I think um, it's a vast improvement over standard DayZ. I, I really do believe that because um, I, I quite like the persistence of the world. There seems to be a kind of point to it now. Um, but DayZ was always uh, persistent. It's just um, Epoch gives you more more permanent stuff because you have yeah, I liked, safes that I liked, are yeah. safes that are indestructible and are only opened by a pin number so if you have got a load of stuff you can put it in there rather than dumping it in a tent mm-hmm. which couldn't be locked or a car which couldn't be locked and could be taken or just, and just taken away whereas in epoch you can buy a car and that's locked and no one can access it no one can get at the gear and they can't drive it away they can blow it up or they can pick it up and tow it away but um you know, it certainly rewards the hoarder in you a little bit more. Yeah, I think uh, I liked the the fact that there were like safe zones where you have kind of market traders, if you like, you can sell you things like ammo and vehicles and clothing and all that kind of thing. I like I like that the fact that it's not just purely what you can scavenge now, but you can trade and you can you know you have NPC traders and things like that. Uh, I think it's really difficult because two hours isn't enough. It's it's really not. I don't find it very intuitive. Just the control mechanisms of it. No. Um, and I think that what I might try and do is take the time. And this might sound like blasphemy, but I might try and take the time and map it to my controller, um, which might just take that aspect away from where I'm sort of fumbling for key logs and stuff like this all the time. Uh, might take that aspect away and I can actually enjoy the game for what it is. I'm not um, sure how that would work because a lot of Daisy armour is based on the kind of con- the contextual middle mouse scroll. Uh, you yeah, know. I, I, mean, I, again, I don't know. I just but then, but then there's no reason. The interface really clunky. But you might find, you know, if you're not too comfortable. Oh, it is clunky. There's no doubt that it's clunky. You just get used to it. Just get used yeah, to it. Yeah, I think time. that's probably what it is. And, yeah. and we don't spend enough time. I mean, like I've spent, what, two and a half hours on last week. And before that was maybe, again, two and a half hours about a month ago. And, you know, I just don't spend enough time on it, which is a shame because it is. I can see why people get sucked into it. And I can see why, um, you know, it, it has that appeal to people that have kind of, they want to go in there, they want to, they want to get as much gear as they can, save up, produce, you know, build a base up, and then, you know, tour around the countryside and their choppers, picking up scrap and flogging it off and building even better things. And I think that's, I really do see that. Um, I just don't, A, I don't know if I've got time for it with the number of games, because like you say, you have to have that kind of investment in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's, I it's pretty much what I've been playing. I spend some more time in it. It's pretty much what I've been playing since May. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that uh, and occasionally a bit of League of Legends. Um, I mean, can I take an opportunity to talk about the server? You two are, of course, very welcome on the server at any time. Um, last up until last weekend, we were doing really well. We were had like a consistent population of about fifteen, and we've got room on there for fifty. But it was it was good because. 15 is about the sort of number where people think, oh, that's a reasonably busy server. Let's go and check it out. And if, you know, it's a good performing server, so, you know, hopefully they'd hang around. But unfortunately, some of the fucking internet vandals decided to turn up last weekend. And um, 
started spawning in shit and teleporting all over the place and whatever. And I think basically just pissed a lot of people off. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, the, the population's dwindled down. I mean, we're still getting six, seven, eight, nine of, a, of an evening if we're lucky. But it'd be loved, great to see um, more people come on and kind of make, make their home there. And hopefully we... I, I think I've put in some more um, kind of protection against those sort of hackers now. Uh, we've also got safe zones that Vimesy mentioned, which mean, which is not part of the standard epoch, but basically means that if you're in one of the trader zones... Um, no one can come along and just shoot you, so you're perfectly safe in there. Um, and also we've added uh, lifting and towing, which uh, means that if you have a large vehicle, um, then you can, if you find a car, you can just attach it to the back of that and take it off to go and sell it. And if you have a helicopter, you can pick things up and, again, go and sell it. Um, so it kind of really makes scavenging for gear a lot easier and obviously you sell that you've got some money then you can buy all the weapons and ammo and building materials and all of that that you need yeah i did get the uh kind of got the impression that the zombies are now nothing more than an annoyance that yeah. some people don't even want them. Well, bloody yeah. annoying if they always what they were yeah i the, found them really hard work it's not it's it's like i said before it's it's a sandbox environment that happens to have zombies in, which are a bit of a nuisance. It's it's not a zombie game. It's a it's a survival game. But you know, well, I don't know. You look at The Walking Dead. The, the you know your main problems aren't the zombies. It's the it's the mm. people. Yeah, I mean, the zombies have quickly become a periphery because yeah, as you you learn to deal with them and and whatever, and they're still there. They're still a threat. So, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. I found that the thing about the zombies, just on the last point, is that there was a, there was a point in that I think um, Clark he was running after a bus. John had nipped off somewhere to go and do something, and I was left in this kind of I don't know what it was. It was just this kind of uh, industrial area on my own, and I just sort of turned a corner, and there's like four zombies. I back away. I turn around. There's another three zombies. So I think, well, I'll climb on top of this roof, and you know, and all of a sudden I just look around, and I'm just. You know, there's, there must be about 15, 20 zombies just sort of shuffling around the area. And you suddenly do think, oh, I'm absolutely screwed right now. And I haven't had that feeling of kind of, oh, shit, in a game for quite some time. So it really does, even though they are annoyance, as you put them, um, for someone like me who's not used to it and has got one clip of ammo left, um, they're more than a fucking annoyance. They are actually quite kind of like, shit, what am I going to do? Oh, no, no, no. They're definitely definitely a threat still. Definitely a threat. But when you've got a car, you can just mow them down, so that's pretty good. Well, there, there is that. <laughs> Especially a multicolour, changey colour car like I saw. Multicolour, changey colour car? What are you talking yeah. about? This, uh, again, the, uh, the person who decided not to name himself, who was basically griefing me after, I, uh, after I'd run off and got separated, he was driving around in a car which kept changing colour. That'd be your graphics drivers, mate. I yeah, uh, <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but no, I mean, that in itself I can see is uh, being a fun way of playing it. You know, you log into this server, you keep quiet, and you can, I don't know, wander around stalking and killing people, which I can see some people would uh, get great enjoyment from. No, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I'm trying to, play, I'm trying to play as a hero, which means there's not a lot of action, but... Um, 
there would be more action if there were more people on the servers, and then you could go hunting the bandits because you know you can you can kill the bandits uh, without any kind of loss to your humanity. Your humanity is kind of like a level. Uh, a, not is it? It's kind of like a what's the word? Not an allegiance. A kind. Of, yeah, a kind of. Um, I don't know what to say. Band good or good or good or evil. You start kind of neutral. Once you get five thousand humanity points, you become a hero. And then in epoch, that means you can use the hero shop where you can buy and sell, you know, the more military type uh, objects. Mm. Or you can go the other way and become a bandit and kill loads of people, which is a lot easier to do. Um, and you get minus five thousand points, so you go and can go and use the bandit camp. Um, however. You... <laughs> It's all right, but uh, it, there is a penalty to that in that you can't use some of the traders um, because they won't talk to you because your humanity is too low. So, just know, as a noob question on that, um, how how do you know? Is does it flag that they're a bandit, or do you just shoot them and then find out they're a bandit? Well, that would you have to wait for them to pull the trigger? Or? In in the latest in the latest version, the latest patch that was released the other day, um, when you log in, now you have an opportunity to say whether you want to show player name, and mm. uh, if you say yes on that, then uh, when you hover your kind of cursor over a player, it will either show as red, green, or kind of black. If they're red, mm. they're a bandit. If they're green, they're a hero, and if they're black or whatever no, they're then they're neutral so it gives you a bit of an indication uh you can decide to turn that on or off or as a server admin you can decide to turn it on or off i've just left it at the default but um mm. anyway that's that's enough about that epoch uh, daisy i think again i i implore anyone to try it out it is it's it's quite difficult to get into but once you're a few hours in you got over the nuances of it it's really good, and there's that server there, and it's there for the community to use, and there's always lots of fun to be had on there. And I'll be dragging you two back on it um, sometime soon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Cool. Was that really what you've played, Clarky? That's real. Well, other than other than 3DS games, I have a renewed love for my 3DS. Fair enough. Is that it's Vita? If you had if if you had to get rid of one Vita or 3DS. Oh. <laughs> oh no no no! I can't I can't answer a question like. Or that. one of your kids. Get rid of the PC. <laughs> yeah, I'd get rid of the bloody PC. Really? You'd get rid of one of the. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus! No, no, I, I I would not be allowed to get rid of it. Uh, my daughter would kill me for one. She wouldn't be able to play Moshi Monsters anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, um, that's a tough question. I'd, if I if I was given no other choice, I'd have to get rid of both of them and not show any allegiance to one or the other. <laughs> Fucking hell, Jesus! <laughs> I wish I <laughs> wish I hadn't bothered asking now. Right, anyway, let's move on from that. Okay, so I actually bought another game other than and played it other than Epoch. I only played it for a little bit. You, the more eagle-eared amongst you, or those that pay attention, which clearly won't be Clarky or Vimesy. Remember, hey, me, about this. Remember, remember me talking a long time ago about the Talisman game. Talisman was a Games Workshop board game um, from from years back, and it's been developed over over time. And I had like the second edition, I think, um, but it's been expanded and improved and whatever until now. I can't, I haven't brought myself to buy the more the most recent version of the board game because, uh, frankly, I'm not sure Jane and the girls would be that interested in it because it's 
like like what you were saying about that other game, uh, what was it you were talking about? I've forgotten what it was called now, sorry. Um, Card Hunter. This is kind of D&D light. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much a board game. It's very much about... You know, it's very much a rolling dice game, move around the board. Uh, but, you know, you land on a square, you pick up one, two, or however many adventure cards you're, you're, told, to, um, you're told to pick up. And you might get an item which might give you a strength boost or, or a craft booth or boost, or you might pick up a spell, or you might pick up a monster that you've got to kill. Um, I and mean that, that at its most simplistic level is... Is it? Oh, you could always you can land on a, a square and you have to roll the dice. And if you roll a five or six, then you're out. You you're safe. If you roll a one or two, you get turned into a toad for three turns. All that kind of stuff. Anyway, so there's this. Um, when I've spoken about it before, there was a prologue version of this, which was basically, uh, you know, like a, a one player cut down demo. You know what they're planning to do, kind of a, a tech demo more than anything. But now on Steam, you can buy the Talisman Digital Edition, and this is early access, and uh, you can play a full game against um, AI players or local co-op um, with friends and family. Um, but obviously, as they move forward with this beta and um, develop it more, they will be introducing online multiplayer. Now, I played a game against the AI the other night, and I enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed sitting there for an hour and a half, you know, just playing a board game. I mean, I was chatting to people online at the same time, but that was fine. Um, And I can see this being very much the sort of thing I'd like to do, is to get, you know, a few people in a TeamSpeak channel and just have a game of this. Um, Mm. It's really, it's, it's really, really, really good. I mean, there's some polish to be done with it. For example... Um, I found that um, the AI players did a lot of their stuff very quickly and uh, without knowing it, they may have whipped away some of your spells or whatever and you'd like, hang on a minute, I had a spell there, where's that disappeared to? Well, either they nicked it or, um, or you know, or there was a bug. I mean, it's, it's, as I say, it's very much beta, early access. Um, 11.99 gets you in now and then uh, I, I can, I'd imagine that um, you can save yourself a few on when it goes full release but um yeah i really 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 enjoyed it and um i loved the board game when i was younger and uh I, but it's not just a kid's game it's uh anyone who's into D, anyone who's into games workshop anyone who's into board games um and fancy having a digital edition of a of a you know a popular and well-loved board game i'd recommend you check that out and that's talisman digital edition 11.99 early access on steam uh, just to go on a complete tangent on that so <laughs> yeah with, with regards to sort of fighting fantasy warhammer and all this i, I thought the uh it's kind of the physical real world versions of these games were kind of a i don't know a dying trend and uh a couple of weeks back, we got to the stage where we, uh, where we're starting to choose a high school for our daughter, and we went up to my old high school, uh, and they had an entire classroom dedicated to playing these sorts of games. Really, what was it? Nerd college. Oh, fifty <laughs> percent of viewers now lost. No, I was just, I was just totally surprised. I thought, why? It's the big thing. It's you know, there's. Um, I mean, I've still got a few board games up here. Most of them tend to be Pratchett based, but you know, there's there's an awful lot of it's, it's still quite a big market. Um, 
even even yieldy cult hero Will Wheaton has a tabletop uh, kind of YouTube stroke uh, TV program about purely about tabletop gaming and stuff. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, the, the the other thing that totally surprised me as well is the fact that every single lesson, regardless of what it is, now involves computers. Computers in the home economics room. Computers mm. in the sports hall. I asked the uh, kid who was touring us around what the, what the uh, sort of ter- dark room in front of me was that was full of computers, and he said, "Oh, that's a detention room." <laughs> oh, what? Go play cookie clicker for an hour after school. Yeah, you? exactly. Crazy, crazy. Talking of that board game, I know this is jumping ahead a little bit, and I forgot to put it on the running order. Um, I caught up on the. IT crowd um, special, or, uh, yeah, the IT crowd, whatever you want to call it. And no, he, final, he had a board lap. game show, didn't he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> game board good. or whatever it was. Um, I, I didn't think much of that. I thought it was a bit disappointing that show. I thought it was a bit shit, if truth be told. It didn't, it didn't need to exist. And I'm not sure why it did exist because it didn't introduce anything and it didn't resolve anything. Not that there was any really anything to resolve. So, um, yeah, a bit disappointed with that. I think you guys quite liked it, didn't you? I thought it was good. Um, I, 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 it, I think I said as we said on the show, it's we couldn't fathom why they'd done it either. Because again, like you said, there was there was nothing. There was no. I didn't think there was a massive up call, you know, uproar for it, and we really want a final episode or anything like that. Um, but final episodes to to TV shows tend to be really dodgy things anyway. They very seldom work very well. I think The Office is probably the only one I can remember that's got universal praise. Extras. Um, and extras, yeah, well, anything with Ricky Gervais in it. But, you know, um, I don't know. It was, it was okay. I had a few laugh-out-loud moments. But, again, like you say, it was... A lot of it just seemed to be there as kind of fan nods to the fans, but not really that funny. No, no, I agree. Um, it's probably the weakest episode of all of them, I think, if truth be told. Um, not a yeah, patch on absolutely. Street Countdown or um, Street Countdown was good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, sorry, off on a tangent there. Uh, talking about again, talking about board games. Um, any of you fans of the game Border Dash? You familiar with the game Border Dash? God, you won't uh, play it. Basically, it's a game where yeah. you have to make up, you know, make up what an acronym means and try and bluff your opponents. Uh, and you know you'll get given the uh, the name of a film and some obscure film, and you have to make up a plot, and you have to make it you know convince convince other people that that's the actual plot of this film. Anyway, so on iOS, um, there's a game called Bluff Wars, which is free, and uh, I'm having a whale of a time playing uh, Jane at this. It's basically Boulder Dash, but in a draw something, words with friends, um, kind of song pop kind of to and fro bluffing game so um, yeah that's pretty good that's a good uh... I, have, I, I have to say you know world where films such as uh, Sharknado and Sharkalanche exist it must be a pretty difficult sell trying to uh, bluff your way through a film that doesn't exist I'm not sure I understand what you mean there Clarky but uh Either that or I just completely don't understand how that game works. <laughs> it ba- it's basically, ba- I mean, one of the categories is films, and um, certainly in the game Border Dash, you'd be, you know, all of you, all the people playing would be given the name of a film, let's say, um, 
camping with friends or something like that. That's cool. <laughs> and, uh, you know, for each of you, you'd have to go around and um, write down what the plot would be. Um, uh-huh. And then, and then you swap them, and you go around the, you go around everyone, and say, you know, what do you, you know, which of these do you think is the real, is the is the real plot? Because uh, obviously you get that answer on a card, and if you know you get points if if someone chooses your plot and it's you bluffing them, that kind of thing. And for example, there's that. So how does it work on the iOS? Well, okay, so the films was just one example i mean there's there's a few uh-huh. categories like um ridiculous rules and you'll have both of both of you and your partner that you're playing with will get you know in st louis fucking usa it is illegal for a postman to dot 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 and then you have to write down you have to write oh, down okay. what the postman what is illegal for the postman to do and then you know both of you have done that in a to and fro kind of send it across the internet mm-hmm. way and you just try and bluff each other out go and check it out it's free it's good for laugh you're okay. more than welcome to give me a game um i quite cool. enjoy that anyway also on ios which i know is nothing new star soccer which i spoke about mm-hmm. after the euro game I, I noticed that the update came through the other day so i thought because i was speaking to the guys at Eurogame, and this there's a lot more content so i thought i'll give that a go i was really good at that um fuck me it's got hard it's so difficult now. It's ridiculous. They've added so much new stuff over time. Well, I haven't been playing it. Corners, fucking free kicks. I can't remember if they were there. Um, now when you're about to kick the ball, if you if you dally on it too long, some defender comes running at you. I, I mean, I was, I was just caning that game, but I'm just losing every other fucking game at the moment. It's crazy, but what a great game that is. So um, I'm trying not to get too heavily back in, back involved in that, but um, it's a it's a great game. Did any either of you play New Star Soccer? No, it's football. Not interested. I think you'd no, like I'm it. Not sure it, would it. it. It's kind of it's kind of sensible soccer and football oh. manager all in one. It's great. Mm. Mm. No, don't tell him. Why did you mention sensible soccer? No, it, it is. It's sensible soccer and football manager. Or that's it. We've lost all in one. Because sensible soccer is the greatest football game ever made. Well, you, my friend, will like this. Then I recommend you try it out. Um, it's free. You get it on I think oh, is it free? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I'm, anyway, I'm going to have a look. <laughs> that's my IOA. Be careful. I had a look and I was hooked on it and it took many, many, many hours of my life. Um, so just be aware of that. But uh, I look forward to you reporting back on that. Uh, something I didn't play was the Battlefield 4 beta. Um, <laughs> after the last show, you guys were talking about getting the beta. So I thought, oh, fuck it, I'll go and get it. 55 quid I paid for pre-orders of via Origin so that I could play on the beta. <laughs> Never got around to it. And now I've found out that the fucking beta's closed. Brilliant. <laughs> what a waste of money. I just Whoa. can't seem... I, I just didn't feel motivated to play it. I know you guys have got some feedback on it, but I just don't feel motivated to play it because um, it's just running around shooting things, whereas, you know, yeah, I'm playing a running around much. shooty thing, but it's got so much more... Daisy's got so much more depth to it. Um, I, I, I will have to play it, though, when it... Um, when it comes out, because uh, that's a there's, fucking there's lot. Some good deals. I mean, I, I picked it up on PC for twenty six quid. Um, I think it was think Green Man Gaming were doing like a, a twenty four hour deal where they were doing like twenty percent off or something like that with the code. Um, you know, twenty six pound for for Battlefield 
which is just going to last me two years or whatever. Um, bloody good deal, really. I guess so. so pick it up. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I feel a right mug, of course, for paying fifty-five. But uh, never mind. No, I we will get back onto that. I, 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 the reason I'm not enthused about it is because I was really looking forward to Battlefield Three, having played the shit out of Battlefield Bad Company Two, and Battlefield mm. Three just didn't do it for me at all compared to Battlefield Two, Bad Company Two. Um, and I don't know why. I think we've discussed this before. I just mm. just don't know why. But uh, I'll definitely only be playing that on the PC. So hopefully you guys are going to get it on the PC as well as your um, chosen yeah, next gen just, or current just over gen console eight, eight choice. Eight days. Oh, is it? I think Ooh. it's something. Like it's first of November, so whenever that is. Well, make sure you drag. Me, make sure you drag me in, Vinesy. Just if because I'm around during the week. Just text me whatever. Say John, stop fucking around with zombies. Come and play Battlefield because I need that. Eleven kind of, days. I need someone to. I need someone to yank me off the. Uh, oh, fucking hell. What? Oh, that's your mucky mound. Mind that, mate. That wasn't. Yeah, uh, I'm sure yeah. it was. All oh, right, never mind. Uh, God, fucking. Oh, last thing. Stanley Parable demo. Fucking oh, hell, goodness. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. No, that, it's difficult, not, isn't it? Not that I do think. Not that I'm entirely sure it's worth anyone's time. Uh, <gasps> do you? It was. It was a bit contrived, I thought, and a little bit yes. obvious. It was amusing, but not in a particularly funny way. Oh, I did. I, go, I, I did complete it, but there were many points where I thought I'm going to escape out of this. I mean. D- is that indicative in any way of the kind of game? At all? I don't know because I'm not, I, I refuse to actually read any. <clears throat> the game's out now, but I refuse to read any of the reviews about it because I want to just play it. Um, but I, I don't. I don't know is the answer because again, that demo told you absolutely nothing about is, the game is, itself. It, it's difficult to explain what we're talking about without spoiling it um, <sighs> because the, the demo stands up on its own as. An amusing use of fifteen minutes it, it of your is. time. It's, it's, it's in its own right. It, 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 it's a bit. I don't know. It's, it's its own piece of entertainment in the space of a twenty-minute demo. Um, I, I don't know how to describe. Just go and play it. I mean, lots of people have been talking about it, and it's it's a it's only a small download and twenty minutes of your life that, if nothing else, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's. Um, I just, I'm just intrigued by it, and I thought the sense of humour was funny. I thought it was quite Python-esque. Yeah, it was contrived, but I think it's kind of with those kind of guided games. I mean, you, you could say the same about something like um, I don't know, Heavy Rain or Beyond or something like that, where it's a contrived game because it force you know whatever you do, it's got exactly got an answer for it. Um, I don't know. Just I just really liked it. I thought it was a breath of fresh air. Is do you think the Stanley Parable is a directed game? I imagine it'll be more of the same. I'll tell you next week because I intend to be picking it up this okay. week. So um, I can't uh, see myself. I can't see myself getting involved in it because I'm not sure I've got. No, I mean it's eight, eight to ten hours long. I believe the main game, but um, oh, I don't know. So that's we'll not see. bad, is it? For... Well, still, it... I still haven't finished I Journey know. though. 
I've only that. played one session of The Last of Us as well. <laughs> oh, fucking moron. Right, okay. I think that's it for games I've actually been playing. Um, any projects, lads? Nothing. Yeah. My bloody mm. phone, Vimesy. What does that mean? Yeah, my bloody phone. Um, the Is old it an Android phone? My... No. Oh no! You 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 were hanging on by a thread to to your Apple ownership, weren't you? Yeah, um, and the thread is is rapidly becoming more and more worn. I think it's I've got an iPhone four, um, and it's it's fine. It's it's you know um, I've got I don't want to get into the argument of Apple v Android or anything like that because currently at the moment, um, and this is before iOS 7 came along it was doing this but it's it's just getting worse and worse it's it's becoming really slow to the point where it's almost unusable it's changing out between apps and things like that is just taking a long time there's an awful lot of lag between when you press a button and when something actually well, not a button but you know an on-screen prompt or whatever and something actually happening so what you end up doing is doing the old trick of you know pressing it again and then when it loads the next page it automatically presses you know it thinks you've pressed another button and it takes you down oh it's just Driving me up the fucking wall. Have you tried um, re reinstall it from scratch? Well, strangely, so I'm doing that not now, but before we came on air tonight, I was um, just literally backing up my phone because my next step will be to um, take it back to the very, you know, completely reinstall the OS. I'm not quite sure how to do it. I understand you just basically plug it into your PC, and then there's a, literally a restore button on the on on iTunes, and it will. Yeah take everything back to back to the very beginning as it said in Julie Andrews world um, so I'm hoping that will fix it but if it doesn't Vimes is on the lookout for a new phone um, and then we get into the whole conundrum of just get a fucking Apple. iPhone we've been over this well, <laughs> I know, you've got apps so... stop fucking about I You're... just well I don't really because I don't use my phone for anything apart from the internet Twitter podcasts and audible stuff i don't use it for games i don't really use it for that many apps well that's fine well you so don't need, you don't need anything other than what you've got at the moment then do you but you just oh, need one that works. works so stick with the idea yeah, yeah i know but, but if but i'm it... going to go and spend you know 500 quid on a phone or whatever it is more than the bloody xbox one um i need to you know, part of me is kind of thinking, you know, I'd quite fancy a change. Shall I have a look at one of the new Sonys or, you know, Galaxy S3 or, or whatever they are? I don't know. Um, just for a change. Just but remember that. I say that to you guys. Yeah, everyone remember who has made changes. Kev, Steve and whatever. And they're quite vocal about the fact they wish they'd never left Apple. Cause it, yes, I, I know that. I know that. Um I mean, I and they're, they're highly respected members of the tech community. Yeah. Absolutely, they are. Yeah, absolutely. I trust um, them with my life. And <clears throat> you know what? I, I I know that I'm probably just agonising over absolutely nothing. But I'm going to wait and see if this restore fixes it. And and, and um, if it does, then that's brilliant because I can hold off to the iPhone six. Um, and if it doesn't then I'm sure we'll revisit this in another show later on down the line. Just go and get a nice bright yeah. pink iPhone 5C. <laughs> Lovely. Well, I did look at the, I quite like the lime green one. Yeah, no, I do. I think the 5C is really good. I really do. Uh, I don't know why anyone needs fucking 
quad core super duper power processors in their phones. Um, anyway, uh, well, as by way of a by way of a link, I have no idea why I this week decided to upgrade the processor processor in my Mac Pro. Um, <laughs> there was nothing wrong with my two point eight gigahertz um, Xeon W thirty five thirty, but I was keeping my out for the W thirty six ninety, which was the most powerful processor that I could possibly put into my Mac Pro because obviously it's a few years old and. Uh, it's a custom motherboard, and it's not the sort of thing that I can just go and buy a new motherboard and slap it in there. Uh, so I found one of those on eBay. Um, so that was good. Um, it's about the equivalent of a i7-4770, I think. Uh, this is actually a, a, a hex core, so it's got six cores in it. And uh, yeah, I managed to put that in at the weekend, eventually. Um, little story there. Um, the heatsink on the Mac Pro motherboard is a big old bastard heatsink with a with a fan integrated in it. Anyway, to remove that from the motherboard to take it off the processor, you've got these deep recessed um, Allen key holes. That's not the right word. What would you call a, a, the he- hex the, driver? Or something? Uh, yeah. So I needed a, basically I needed a hex driver, but because they're deeply recessed in this big um heatsink i needed a long one okay so i heard a, did i hear a snigger there i'm just with my no, mucky imagination so no i'm just i'm just playing this game brilliant anyway so <laughs> so i so i i came i came to do it um on friday shit i haven't got a long hex key so i jumped onto amazon ordered a, a set of these long hex keys i only needed a three millimeter one but they all seem to come in packs of seven so i thought oh fuck it i've got prime and be with me tomorrow so this pack i ordered is supposed to have a two and a half millimeter three millimeter four millimeter six millimeter whatever i only wanted the three millimeter fucking thing came the dozy bastards who made it up they've only put two two and a half fucking millimeter ones in there (laughs) and a four so i wasn't very happy with that um uh anyway so that's and the, this, the worst thing about that is that i'll i'll complain to amazon and i'll say okay pack it back up we'll give you your money back but now you have to go out your way and go and fucking take it to somewhere to then you know to send it back it's like god no, I, I don't think i could be asked with the aggravation of it anyway so i got sorted at maplin for 6.99 which is exactly what i should have done in the first place um banged that in did all the usual cleaning off the old thermal paste goo using and then priming it and then putting a pea-sized bit on it um have you ever done any processor installations um yeah yeah so what what technique do you use do you just use a a blob of this thermal paste stuff and then let the heat sink spread it out there was yeah i didn't realize it was that that many sort of options to do it. I've heard all sorts of things about pea-sized blobs and bits of cling film and all this. And for me, it was it came in a tube with a nozzle, and I just went splurge and kind of spread it evenly over the top of the the CPU, and that was it. Really. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't think fancy, any more about it. I didn't fancy the spreading bit, so I just put the pea-sized blob on and hoped <laughs> that the um, the the the, the heatsink was going to spread it out evenly enough across the um, 
across the CPU. But, I mean, I was running it yesterday and I didn't seem to have any problems. I didn't see any performance increase, so uh, well done me for uh, wasting a load of money on that. <laughs> have uh, you benchmarked it? I did do a bit. I did a geek... I did the geek bench um, before and after. And there was, you know, there was a, there was a big jump up. But um, um, was Daisy running any better? I guess maybe it was. I mean, one of the things that I wanted it for was because... DayZ is a very CPU-intensive game, and because um, when you're going into areas, especially highly populated areas with a lot of zombies, um, then uh, your computer has to kind of process the, the the spawning of all the items as you move in, into an area. So in some of the bigger mm. cities, then it really starts to get quite choppy, and your frame rate goes, and, and, and that's, I think due to computational restrictions and, you know, just, just your CPU. So I'm hoping that this is going to make all of that a lot smoother. Unfortunately, I haven't didn't get a chance because I had to wait till Sunday afternoon to go and buy the, the correct tool. I wasn't able to really test it out. But, um, oh, well, it's done. It's as fast as it will go now. So it's, it's only going to help with, you know, the likes of Battlefield 4 and everything else turning up. So, mm. you know... There's no, I've got nowhere else to go with that Mac Pro other than more hard drive space and bigger, faster graphics cards. If the CPU becomes a bottleneck, unfortunately, that will be the end of it. Um, but I can't see that happening for a while. As I said, this is looking at the CPU benchmarks. If anyone's interested, it's a W3690. It's a 3.46 gigahertz hex core. That's six, six cores. Um, of course, it dual threads or whatever it is, hyper threads to twelve cores, and um, yeah, it's it's you know it's it's right up it's right up there, um, probably about the sixteenth, seventeenth fastest you can get, so something like that. Anyway, so I'm quite pleased with that, and uh, you know don't need to worry about that. Anyone interested in a W3530? Then uh, just PM me. I'm not sure why you would. But it's a it's a solid Xenon uh, Xeon processor. Anyway, I've been talking an awful lot. Um, so on that note, oh, today I decided to upgrade my laptop to uh, 8.1 Windows 8.1. Thought this this can't there can't be any issues with this. Surely, fucking hell, I installed <laughs> it. Fucking, what would be the worst thing for, to happen for me? Upgrade <laughs> to 8.1, launch Daisy, crash to desktop. Fucking hell. <laughs> Couldn't believe it, um, and then I launched GeForce Experience to think, well, maybe I, there's a graphics up drive, a driver update that was crashing all over the fucking place. Um, I'm not quite sure how I managed to get around that. I rebooted, and I think um, I don't know. Maybe I just got lucky that G, the GeForce Experience. No, I didn't. I did a, a proper Windows update, so it updated uh, a lot of other stuff. I'm guessing one of them might be in a compatibility thing for 8.1 which seemed to make GeForce work better. I managed to upgrade my driver to the, the current release, which is actually a release driver rather than a kind of, you know, a beta driver. Um, Armour was still crashing, reinstalled a few things and went into the settings for Daisy Commander and set it to use the Steam beta version or whatever it is, and then I was able to get in. So don't quite know what fixed it, but it's fixed. So... Um, but I was fretting about it for quite some for for a little bit because there's no way back. I don't think from an 8.1 from going from 8 to 8.1. Um, the start button, what a waste of time that is! It's just 
you just press the fucking Windows 8 button on your keyboard. It's just the same thing. I thought you were going to have a proper program kind of manager thing, you know, like you have in Windows 7. But yeah. no, <clears throat> it just, it's just a, it's just a on-screen shortcut to the Metro interface. <laughs> well, you've already got that on your keyboard. Yeah, exactly. First world problems. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, um, I wouldn't have Windows 8 other than the fact this laptop came with it. I've got no desire to upgrade my Mac Pro Boot Camp to uh, Windows 8, so... Whatever. I've been talking very quickly and for a very long time, so I think at that point, should we have a break, lads? Aye, yeah. Ah, yeah, nice and snappy response there. Brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we'll see you. new star soccer. Oh, fuck. We're going to lose him. Do you like it? It's all right, yeah. It's great. It's really good. You'll be uh, playing that until 4 a.m. this morning, mate. I guarantee it. <laughs> okay, we'll see you on the flip side. I'm going to go get an ice cream because I deserve it. <laughs> Bye. Right, we're back. I'm enjoying my ice cream very much. And Vimesy is, it? is um, it's a Sainsbury's own version of a Magnum. Get two packets mm-hmm. for three quid, and you get four in each packet. Ooh. Lovely. Oh, Can't be big. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm mine. I'm sure they're all made by the same um, people anyway. Right, are you stopped ranting at your iPhone? Not quite, but I can carry on. Well, give us a give us a project update then. I'm about to smash it onto my desk in despair. Oh, fucking iPhone. <laughs> well, you can talk about your new 5C next week then. <laughs> I might have to. I think it's doing my nut. Okay, um, I'll boot that off for fucking later. Stupid right. thing. Okay, let's talk. What are we talking? Oh, I forgot to do the releases. We normally do that in that other section, don't we? Oh, that's true. We've got quite a few this one as well. Yeah, okay. So, um, Monday, Your the favourite. Monday the 21st, Warface. Final. Come on. You can do it better than that. Uh, Monday the 21st, 21st Warface. Brilliant. Yeah. There you go. He's Make, back. Finally Sorry. makes it. Makes an appearance. Um, the, the, the mere mention of that game just reminds me of Pete, wherever he may be. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pete's all right. He, he sent me an email earlier saying that he wants to take up squash. So um, he's trying to play. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and he's, he's he he sent me an email the other day and with a video saying uh, he wants to go to um, Comic Con and get dressed up. So he showed me a video of all these people doing cosplay at Comic Con. Uh, Is he going to go as uh, Marty McFly by any chance? He's more likely to go as a hobbit, mate, I tell you. He's only, he's only a wee man. How about uh, yourself, John? Uh, I won't be partaking. Oh, come on. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I could be uh, persuaded. Um, so Warface, which I thought was thoroughly uninspiring when I played it at Eurogamer last year, uh, finally makes it Monday 21st, which is well, today. Today, yeah. Yep. Uh, there's also today is a game called Eldritch. Don't ask. No idea. Uh, Friday the 25th, this is a big one, Batman Arkham Origins. Now, I loved Mm -hmm. Arkham Asylum. I played half an hour of Arkham City, (laughs) uh, which I really should go back to, but I fucking loved um, Asylum. I thought it was a great game. Um, Hopefully, Arkham Origins is going to be a lot more like Asylum and a lot less like City. Any ideas? I've seen some gameplay videos of it, 
um, and it looks very nice, but it's going to be more like City um, by the look of it. I didn't play very much of City. I was like you, John. I loved Asylum, but for some reason just couldn't get into City. Um, don't know why. No, I, I played City and didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I did Asylum. But this this one looks quite interesting. The new detective mode is quite cool. Um, the one they show off in the um, in, in the kind of rolling gameplay demo is uh, there's basically a, a helicopter. You're, you're standing on top of a building. A helicopter comes in. A police helicopter comes in, sort of spotlights you, and then gets blown up and sort of spirals down. Um, crashes in the streets you then jump down and you turn on detective mode and you get that kind of uh neon blue matrix styley kind of effect but you, you what you can do is you kind of go and find a clue and you can kind of rewind time and you kind of see this wire mesh reimagining of how the accident kind of happened and pick up clues from that and then go and find the next clue along the path and it kind of leads you back to where the incident kicked off from and you can choose to go and follow that line of inquiry or you can carry on with your other missions or whatever i just think it looked rather rather slick and then when there was a uh i think savvy gamer tweeted out a a deal on it for about 20 25 quid i think it was i I just had to cave really i wasn't planning to get it at all but um i thought sod it 25 notes i'll have that so i'll be playing that next week the mm, easiest I'm... sell in the world, you aren't you, mate? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was cheap. I'll have it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm considering picking this up for Wii U, but it's been delayed, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is unfortunate. Sorry, I'm still eating my ice cream. Oh, oh no, you carry on. <laughs> that's something I wanted to pick up with you two. You won. You won your um, Wii U <sighs> when you were being a traitor, Vimesy, and you've just picked up a Wii U. Um, so discuss how do we find out we use ah, it's a completely unrelated incident I saw uh, I saw one for sale and it was an offer I couldn't refuse no I understand that but how do we find them I lo- love it uh, I don't know everyone's whinging about fair enough there's not a lot to play on it but it's Nintendo they might not yeah. release a lot of games but what they do release is lots of fun Fine, so Rant- have you sold yours or have you actually used it no, I'm just sitting in the box. I haven't. I, I just can't find anything that inspires me to play it yet. Um, but you know, something will come along. Um, Nintendo Land's good. Yeah, uh, I, I picked that up. Um, it is good, but I just found it fucking annoying that it was a case of right. You know, play this game. You need Wii controllers. So I dug out the old Wii controllers, and then. Oh, well, have I go on this one? No, you need the Wii Motion Plus bit to play that, which I don't have. It's, I found frustrating. I mean, the games are a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, the kids had fun with the uh, sort of the Luigi's Mansion one. That was uh, that was a hell of a lot of fun. And the, uh, the the very simple game of Tig that you get to play as well. The uh, the kids absolutely loved that one. So yeah, as, as a family game, it's uh, it is brilliant. Yeah, I got the Mario game with mine. I, I don't know why. I fucking hate um, platform games and Zombie U and. I've really put no time into either of them. Um, I don't know. I've got to get. I maybe I should get rid of my PC and start playing some of that other shit. <laughs> it's 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 crazy. But I mean, I, I had a, had a free night on on Saturday night. I mean, you know, not, admittedly, I did force myself to play Talisman and uh, the Stanley Parable. But um, I just wanted to sit and talk and play games and play LOL and play Daisy or play whatever with people on TeamSpeak. 
I just can't see myself thinking, oh, okay, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to go and talk to the, you know, my internet friends on Teamspeak and sit there and play games on my own. It's just not going to happen at the moment. So, anyway, whatever. Um, Friday the twenty fifth, the rise of Venice. What's that about? No idea. Not a clue. Brilliant. Well, that's out. And um, okay, <laughs> go on. Oh, I'm going to give it a go. go on. Also on the twenty fifth. Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3. Uh, sounds like... Full a, burst. Full burst. Full, colon, <laughs> full burst. Is that, an, is that a Japanese game by any chance? <laughs> I'm kind of guessing. <laughs> I think that's uh, competing with Street Fighter for uh, longest title in the world. Any idea what that's about? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm sure it, it's... Yeah, it's, it's basically a fighting game with... Uh, Characters from what I believe is a popular Japanese anime cartoon, which I've never seen. Sorry. Right, okay. Uh, films, books, and comics, etc. Clarky, what have you been watching? Um, I've been continuing watching Fringe. Vimes, you're going to have to watch this. I've just got... Does it get good? Oh, absolutely. Uh, about halfway through the second season, it's absolutely amazing series. Um, again... Do I spoil this or don't I? No. No. No, it's just... Um, it's, it's just full of pop culture references. It's just everything about it. It's great. I mean, it's even nice to see... Uh, what's his face? Leonard Nimoy, who played, uh, obviously played Spock in Star Trek. It's nice to see him playing another role in the uh, in the episodes of it he appears in. Um and yeah, I'm I'm just loving it. It uh, tries to break, uh, kind of break the fourth wall, uh, fourth wall a little bit. You've got um, obviously as as things progress in the series, the uh, even things like the opening titles to the uh, to the show kind of change to give you an idea of uh, what's going to happen on a particular episode. And uh, again, it's uh, you, you'll have to really watch it to understand that. But no, you get. Uh, I mean, we had. We had one episode towards the end of the second series that kind of ended on a cliffhanger, and you thought, right, yeah, me and the missus were there. We'll watch one more, see how this resolves itself, only to be shown an episode which is basically the aftermath of this uh, this, this cliff, cliffhanger, which basically involves the uh, one of the main characters, Walter Bishop, um, the kind of uh, mad scientist type who uh, basically takes a special blend of marijuana, and the entire uh, episode is basically some weird film noir musical, which... Uh, which just absolutely blew me away. I mean, why, why this show didn't get much more attention uh, when it originally came out, I don't know. But it is it is absolutely fantastic. One, one minute it can be tragic, the next minute you're laughing your head off. Um, give it a watch. It's on Netflix. Put it in your planners, boys. I'll try to. The only time I get to sit down and watch TV, though, nowadays with the missus, is Sunday night to watch Downton. So um, it's better than Downton. Never watched Downton, so oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes. <clears throat> I've had to be watching Downton because my missus is watching it, so I'm just... Ugh. Isn't it good? No, it winds me right up. Uh, right. Okay, well, I'm not going to wind you up me. anymore because that... It annoys I, me. That lovely iPhone of yours will likely get destroyed. Um, <laughs> what's this? A World War Z you've watched, Clarky? Yes. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. Um because I read the book first, I kind of came into this thinking, you know, it's a film of the book, which um, it isn't. Is uh, it even one of the stories in the book? No, there are. There's little bits and 
there's little bits in it that are uh, kind of based on the things that happen in the book. I mean, the wall around, uh, I think it's Israel, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, that that kind of features heavily in the book, but uh, the way the story is told in that, that that wall is kind of never breached. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, as as a zombie movie, it, it was okay. Um, I thought it was fine, and there was plenty of credibility to it until um, the the plane crash. That well, that's um, I think that's the point where they were having trouble with uh, with this during production. I think. The plane crash bit is basically the point where the new writer of the film took over. Oh, really? Because, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think reading up on it, it actually is that point. Sort of uh, everything that happens after they board the plane is basically what the, uh, what I think, was it Damon Lindelof they brought in to uh, kind of rewrite the final act. Everything that happens after that was all uh, was all what he wrote. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it changed the pace of the film, but I, I enjoyed it. Again, it's, if you haven't read the book, don't watch this film first and think of them as two separate entities. Alright, fair enough. Fimesy. Hello. What, what is Game Informer iOS? Game Informer is um, it's a magazine, basically, uh, and also a website, but uh, predominantly um, a magazine. Um, strangely enough, about games. Uh, and I'm kind of bigging it up because it's the most... Uh, it's just one of the better translations of print to iOS that I've ever seen. Um, so the magazine, you, you basically subscribe to it. It's, it's Game Informer is um, quite highly respected. It's a US magazine, but it's about 100-odd pages long per issue, probably more. It will only cost you about 14 quid for the year to subscribe. Um, and it obviously downloads through your um, whatever app you're using at the time. And mine, it's... Uh, what do they call it now? Newsstand, isn't it, on, on iOS? And it's just, you kind of, it's not just kind of you're scrolling through and you're flipping the pages of a magazine over as you're reading it, but you, it kind of changes the direction of scroll depending if the article you're, you're reading or whatever. It's got inserts of video clips, it's got direct links to kind of YouTube stuff, it's got sound bites, it's, it's got, um, uh, what do you call it, interactive pages where it will have like, you know, um, gadgets of the week, and there'll be six gadgets depending on the one you press. Is the blurb that comes up on the side? So it's all, and it's just a nice how magazines should be done, if you see what I mean. When you come into sort of the modern day era, um, too many magazines. What if you download anything, you know, PC Gamer and stuff like that? If you go and get their their digital counterpart, it is literally just a scan of the page. Normally, um, they sometimes do things where they'll put in little tiny videos or something like that, or links to. Uh, a YouTube channel or something like that. But this is just a very... If you're into games at all, um, they do some really good articles and stuff. And for 14 quid a year, it's it's just, just brilliant. Um, so that's all that was. I just wanted to kind of kind of pimp it out a little bit because it's something I've been enjoying for the last six months and thought people might like to know about it, really. That's well, very I mean, generous if, of you. If, if you have to oh. feel you have to go elsewhere for... Uh, all your gaming-related news. That's, that's oh, all yeah. I have. Uh, yeah, no, he, no he'll, he'll stick with Midlife Gamer. No, don't worry. He'll, he'll, yeah, yeah. Always, be, he'll always be hanging around Midlife <laughs> I'll Gamer. always be there. But, uh, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, where do you think we get our news from, Clarky? <laughs> Beast um, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, what else have I got there? Oh, yeah, my Marvel overdose. Um, I finally watched The Avengers. Oh, at last. 
It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, don't, don't worry about the round of applause or anything, boys. But, you know, I, I actually sat down and thought, well, there you go. people keep going on about it. I better go and watch it. And what a bloody good film it was. I really enjoyed it. Um, I wouldn't say it was bloody good. I'd say it was... I thought it was. I thought it was superb. And I don't like superhero films at all. Um, but I just thought it was really, really well done. I thought it was a really good film. Um, Maybe I need to rewatch that then. I don't know. I mean, I, I went into it thinking I'm going to hate this. Why am I doing this? I haven't watched a superhero film since Iron Man came out. Um, no, that's which, a good film. To be fair, I did actually really enjoy it at the time. Um, so why I'm saying I hate Superman hero films, I'm not quite sure. But that was that was an exception. And then really, really liked the Avengers. So then from the Avengers, I went and watched um, Iron Man 2, which, again, I really, really enjoyed. Not probably as good as Iron Man 1, but because it went a little bit OTT. But Mickey Rourke in that is fucking awesome. Um, have, you seen, have you seen Iron Man 2, John? I have, but I don't remember a huge amount about it. Yeah, uh, I remember not thinking thinking it wasn't as good as the the first Iron Man, which I thought was great. Yeah, but still enjoyable. Uh, I haven't seen three. about about the same. Um, so I watched what? So I watched Avengers, then I watched um, Iron Man two, then I watched Thor, which is, because that mm. was on Netflix as well, and that was okay. It's got Natalie Portman in it, looking quite hot, but that's about it. Um, and then I watched the first two episodes of um, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which has been on Channel 5 recently. Um, I thought it was Channel 4. Was it Channel 4 or Channel 5? Might no. be Channel 4. I can't remember. But um, either way, uh, really enjoying it. It reminds me a lot of um, Warehouse 13. If anyone's oh, yes. That. I think I, I, saw one, I think I saw one episode of Warehouse 13. I love Warehouse yeah. 13. It's it's one of those I got quite bored of Warehouse Thirteen after sort of series two and probably could have got bored of it before that, which I'm hoping Marvel Agents of Shield won't go down that line, but um I've only seen two episodes and it's it's kind of got that ring of they're gonna find sort of ancient, you know, or, or mystical artifacts and go and save them or something like that. I'm thinking, Oh god, please don't turn into Warehouse Thirteen. But um I'm actually beginning to have quite a lot of faith in the Marvel license now because the films I have seen may not be uh you know thor wasn't earth shattering wonderful but they actually seem to treat it with a decent respect and they'd like quite a few nods to um to other films and the linkings between them and also the just the little scenes you know at the end of uh when they when they roll the final credits and at the end there's always like a little scene at the end of every single one the way they kind of make nods to each other yes is, is really good so yeah i kind of od'd on marvel this week and thoroughly enjoyed it and I've got Captain America to watch at some point this week as well. Uh, weakest of the lot. Probably is, because the character looks a bit stiff and bawdy for me. But hey, you know, it's on Netflix. Yeah, well, I know a lot of people said that about Thor, and I, I think I enjoyed that one nearly as much as I enjoyed, enjoyed Iron Man. I, know, I thought it was good. Yeah, it was all right. But um, yeah, so that's, that's for someone who normally brings absolutely sweet FA to this part of the... Um, part of the podcast I, I thought I did quite well there I OD'd on it no Tinkerbell movies this week man. no Tinkerbell movies this week uh, no not that I'm aware of she may have snuck something under the counter but I wasn't in the room at the time so it doesn't count <laughs> mm-hmm. that's it John John is still on the corn give him a minute oh is he still eating ice cream <laughs> oh sorry I just did a really good joke and I, oh, I'm really annoyed that that was 
I said when you just finished, I said that was marvelous. No. <laughs> you, were, you were muted. It was it was better when I when I was muted, to be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, bored. You're bored. No, I didn't say bored. <laughs> right. What have I watched? I watched Hunger Games again because the new one's coming out and. Uh, uh, my household's gone a little bit Hunger Games mad with the girls basically ploughing through all, I think it's three books in a weekend. Yeah. So, okay. watched that again last night. Um, it's all Any right. good? Have you not seen it? No, I've not it's seen all, it. It's, it's all, all right. right. I saw it on Netflix and was it's all right. It's all right. It's, I, think, uh, I think it's... Sorry sorry to interrupt you there, John. That's all right. <laughs> I, think, I, I think I'm looking... I. I I think it was all right. I'm very interested to see where the rest of the story goes. I'm kind of more, a slightly more interested in the in the kind of political kind of yeah than maybe just seeing a load of kids running around killing each other. Yeah, uh, it, it it just came across to me a bit like uh, Battle Royale for the Twilight Generation. No, yeah, I, I I've heard that. I haven't seen Battle Royale, but um, Battle Royale is a great film. Is it? Awesome I might have to film. check yeah. that out. Um, Another film I watched the other day, uh, Dorian Gray. Have you seen that? No. Now, this is an Oscar Wilde book uh, mm-hmm. called The Picture of Dorian Gray or something like that. Or just The Picture. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. And it oh. was odd as fuck. The reason I was watching it is because um, Jane's brother went to school with the one of the stars of it. Who's, you know, so he's like the, Jane's brother's claim to fame. Uh, ben something or that. I don't know. Whatever. Um, but it's an Oscar Wilde story about uh, it's a period drama set in like the, in the Victorian era of um, this young lad who joins society, having inherited a shit ton of money, and uh, starts living a life of debauchery. But um, his mate painted a picture of him, and for some reason this picture absorbs all of his sin and all of his wickedness and all that kind of stuff, and it's um, it's particularly weird. Um, I just thought I'd bring it up to make me sound well read. No, uh, you've so got what was you, the film like? you, you've got a slightly uh, slightly more tenuous claim to fame than I have. In oh, that, uh, it's not me. Well, uh, well, which one have I got? My uh, my stepdad's dad's wife. Hang on, let me go with that. Your stepdad's dad's, stepdad's wife. Dad's wife. Yeah, went to school with Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. I'm still getting through the stepdad's dad's wife bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> anyway, what's the film about? I just told you. Did you? Forget you still it. thought it was the book. What's the film about? What do you think it's about? I've just told you what, what the book is. about very considerably? Going from World War Z, it could be completely bloody different. No, it isn't. Is That's good? it. It's all right. It's weird. Huh. I. It's not many films where I feel as though it's plodding a little bit. Um, and the payoff never really comes, but um, I don't know. It, it's an interesting piece. If anyone's, if you've got an hour and three quarters of your life, you really have nothing else to do in. But uh, it's got Colin Firth in it, and uh, I like Colin Firth. Um, so uh, whatever. No, oh, you like a bit of Mister Darcy. Who doesn't? <laughs> no, I, I really yes. like Colin Firth. I haven't seen a film that I haven't enjoyed him being in. To be honest. Um, Fever Pitch is great in Fever Pitch, and uh, the the BBC, um, what's the one? Uh, oh God, what's it got? Sen- uh, not Sense and Sensibility. Gosh, what's the one you're talking about? 
The one with Pride Darcy in it, Pride and Prejudice. That's a wonderful piece of TV. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I and I quite like her, and I, a bit of Bridget Jones as well. Won't go amiss with me. I like a bit of Bridget Jones. Mamma Mia! <laughs> oh, I haven't watched that shit. No interest in that. Oh, is that good? Um, surprisingly, the amount of a fuss I kicked up about not watching it, I actually did enjoy it a lot. Yeah, that's weird how that happens, isn't it? Because I, could, I, mean, I kicked up lots of fuss about lots of things like Moulin Rouge and all of that, and loved it. I loved all. Oh, of Moulin it. Rouge is a great film. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I mean Mamma Mia is worth it just for uh, Pierce yeah. Brosnan's absolutely cringe-worthy singing. No, no, I hate Abba. Uh, I, 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 I love Abba. I love Abba, but I'm not sure I want to watch that. Well, we'll see. Okay, and uh, finally, thanks to Holler Unblocker, which is H O L A Unblocker. By the way, because and when when Beastie, when BC was talking about it, he was just going blocker, and I had no fucking idea what he was saying. <laughs> so it's oh. hola holla. Eight, well, no, he, he, hotel he, Oscar Lima. There's two. Alpha. There's two words. Hotel Oscar Lima. Alpha. Yeah, Alpha. Space unblocker, and that works a treat. Really, really easy. Um, got me into US Netflix. No worries. Watched series eight, and um, I'm nearly at the end of season nine of the US Office. I don't know, but I'm suspecting that this is the final season because they're they're beginning to wrap things up quite nicely with um, adverts coming out on TV in the you know in the show for them actually showing the documentary on TV. Because obviously they've been filming this for nine years, and now there's actually, or however many years, and now they're, you know, then they're going to wrap it up with the actual documentary that's being made, being shown on, uh, on TV. So there's some quite interesting little plot lines around, uh, you know, some of them thinking they're going to be stars and stuff like that, and then suddenly realizing that uh, rather too much of their life has been shown, a lot of it they didn't think was being filmed, but. I can't say a bad word about the US office. Even, you know, one and a half seasons after Michael Scott left, uh, who was, you know, obviously the main character, it's just kept a, a consistent pace and a, and, a, and a continual level of high quality, funny, touching and thoroughly enjoyable uh, comedy TV. And uh, I'm going to be very, very sad when it, when it finally comes to end because I... I just love putting it on and watching it and going to sleep watching it. Um, and not because it's dull, just because it's nice and comforting to watch while, you, while you're going to sleep. Um, that makes me sound really, really <laughs> soft, it doesn't it? <laughs> I told you, I'm not the angry person everyone seems to think I am. Anyway, so uh, US <laughs> office, if anyone's got Holler and Blocker and, uh, and Netflix then you could do far worse than starting at number one and working your way all the way through to the end of series nine because it's wonderful. Right, okay, that's enough of that, bollocks. Uh, What's this? News. Okay, so a few bits of news here. The AMD R9-290X is delayed, which I understand Mm. is the new AMD graphics card, which presumably is going to cost a fuck ton. Yep, over to you, Beastie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so we don't know. Other than that, other than it was supposed to be on the fifteenth, and now it isn't. And and the obviously the internet rumor mills going that 
AMD are delaying it so they can see what Nvidia come out with and blah 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 blah. Uh, is this? I uh, didn't. I hear someone talking about this and they reckon this is going to be about five hundred quid, which and it competes with the Titan. Yeah, it's supposed to undercut it, but still maintain the performance of or something like that. But uh, it's a bit high end for me. It's, it's, I'm not normally used to looking at cards in that range. We really need Beastie on the podcast for this kind of news. Yeah, well, my GTX 670 is still rocking along, so I'm quite happy with that. Uh, I haven't played Battlefield 4 yet, and as we've discussed, so I wonder, wonder how that's going to behave. If it doesn't behave, then maybe I'll be looking at um, getting a new graphics card to go with my lovely new processor. But um, okay, well, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, if if Nvidia are coming out with something new, then hope maybe the Titans are going to drop. So. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? Um, 2K is that 2K Marion closes. Mm, 2K Marion. I heard Beastie yeah. talking about this. This is the. Um, I'm going to show advanced knowledge, but it's only because I listened to Be- uh, not Beastie uh, Bouncy Ball talking about it on the other show today. That these are the guys that made Bioshock Two and another sequel that no one really wanted. The Bureau. Oh, is that that thing I was playing at Eurogame on the Shield? That XCOM thing. Yeah, XCOM Decla- the Bureau XCOM Declassified, um, which only came out a couple of months ago, if that? It must be a couple of months ago. I think ago. it was, wasn't it Wasn't it reduced within its first week? Wasn't it on Steam? <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Week or <laughs> but yeah, so they, they've um, they've closed down now, 2K Marin. Um, 2K are still in the process of laying off staff and, and kind of, you know, trying to reduce overheads, I suppose, but um, they've actually fully closed this studio down, which is sad. It's just another one in the long list recently. Um, there we go. Blame piracy. Why not? Uh, or, or, I don't know. What do I know? Um, okay, and finally, G-Sync, not to be confused with N-Sync. What does this mean? Yeah, baby. This is... Um, NVIDIA's new G-Sync technology, which I thought you'd know all about, John, because I thought this would be right up your street. Um, and I was going to ask you all about it. <laughs> I should have read about it, really. Um, yeah. You, oh, it's, a, basic... it's to stop uh, on-screen tearing. Okay. Oh, so it's a, yeah, new, so basically... it's, a new anti- it's a new V-Sync kind of technology. Yeah, it, it's... My understanding of it is actually it's a chip um, which enables the GPU and the display to synchronize. So um, it should get rid of uh, tearing um, latency, screen latency and stuff like that. It's because um, just because it it now syncs up your display and the GPU to run at the same cycle or so. I'm not good at this technical stuff, but that's what I understand. The thing that, um, that kind of interested me more than anything else was the fact that you can buy the, the G-Sync module, which you can integrate into your monitor that you've already got. Oh, I was going to say, because I was thinking, oh, bloody hell, this, this, you know, you're going to have to buy a new monitor with this in. But if there's an external kind of sinky box thing, that's good. I don't know if it's external. I don't know. It's really, it's really hard to work out. But that's why I was kind of wondering, because I've never heard of this before. I always assumed that a monitor you buy was kind of a sealed unit and you never, you know, you never do anything with it. But apparently, um, it, it, is basically something that can be retrofitted, for want of a better term, um, into your current monitor, 
which is which is bizarre. So I have to keep our eye on that one. I don't, don't know how much it's going to cost, or whether we're you know even whether it works. I haven't seen anybody uh, who's tested it yet. Um, but it'll be interesting to see whether whether that actually works or not. That high end uh, gaming. I can't. I'm just looking at the website. I can't see anything about requiring uh, that there's going to be an extra dongle. It's listing two G-Sync. Oh, hang on. G-Sync DIY modification kit. Ah, for an Asus monitor. Okay, so you, there's a mod kit for some monitors, but you need to. Um, it says. Uh, Alternatively, if you're dab hand with a Phillips screwdriver, so you have to mod <laughs> it at home. So that's that's not going to happen for me. Um, hang on, I'm just going to click the supported GPUs. Brilliant! It's already supported in my GPU, so it's just need a graphic. So it looks to me that the support the six the G4 six series six sixty six seventy six eighty six ninety. Uh, 650, 760, 770, 780 and Titan all have this supported already so that's good news so it may only need to buy one part of it if you want to take part with the um, the G-Sync that's an interesting bit of tech that was a good bit of news That I'm glad we didn't um, floss over that right, is that it? Anything? oh hang on, something else just added on here this? Uh, this, is, this is one I noticed uh, in the news last week. Uh, it just interested me. Breaking uh, news from Clarky. There we go. Well, it's about five days old, but we'll say it's breaking. <laughs> it only just appeared. It only just appeared on this fucking on this yeah. show running. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, China are beginning to manufacture LiFi kits, which are basically, which is basically the internet through light bulbs. Awesome. Which I think would be a nice natural progression to uh, your BT home plugs. Oh, that's quite cunning. How the, the hell the, does that work? I should have put this in earlier and we could have uh, planned this a bit better. I don't know, I remember seeing something about the fact that if the light's blocked off then so is the signal as well, so I'm not quite sure how that would uh, how that would work. The current problem you have to have like, a light on to get the signal. The current problem with Wi-Fi is that if the light in the room is switched off or beams are blocked, there's no signal. Wi-Fi modules such as those developed by blah 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 could easily be fitted into devices like phones and tablets, but they they but they need direct line of sight to a Wi-Fi access point. Yeah, could be one to watch. Hmm. Up to five hundred megabits per second, I reckon. Hmm. Crazy. Intriguing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Why does anyone need more than 50 meg on their broadband? Oh, I can't get that anyway, so... Can you not? Never mind. No, I have to make do with my little eight. So I think runs about 10 megabits per second where I am, so... You know, they're still brilliant, there. mate. They're still more than... Oh, you. yeah, it is. I mean, I remember the days of, you know, when we first got to internet... <clears throat> And I went, had to go to play, and it used to take about three minutes for Play's front page to load up. And it only had about four things on it at the time because it was brand new. Um, yeah, so we've we come a long way in a very short yeah, time. I, I, I do miss the sound of a uh, dialing up modem. A 56k modem, absolutely. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> used to remind me of the days of loading games by cassette. Good days. Oh. Play, playing uh, Counter Strike with a 250 millisecond ping. <laughs> and then getting yeah. uh, then getting ADSL and it dropping down to like 30 or something yeah. <sighs> crazy crazy times right is that us done 
I think so. Yeah. Good, good show, lads. Enjoyed that, and it was very informative, and not too many um, innuendos. So that's good. Um, okay, so let's go through this nonsense. Oh, I don't like asking for donations and the affiliate links, but if you want to, then then you do that. I don't see any of the money, so uh, don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, just uh, shop through Amazon through the through the website, and Amazon pay Mature Gamer a little bit of money, and we can continue to host web servers and the like uh review us on itunes um which reminds me i will buy a copy of talisman in fact i'm feeling generous i will buy a copy of talisman for i was gonna say hang on how much is it 11.99 12 pounds <laughs> for two possibly three people once we hit the 100th review you're trying to work out the price of a four-pack, aren't you? There is no four-pack, unfortunately. Uh, no. I, I just want to know whether uh, whether 100 reviews is worth either 24 or 36 quid to me. I'm not sure it's worth either, but fuck it. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure it's either. So, yeah, get those reviews in, and then you'll have a... Well, that works out as a 2%, 2% chance of winning a copy of Talisman. Um, five reviews, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, get those reviews in. Um... Listen to the night shift. Listen to the other show, uh, the main show, for want of a better word. Uh, <laughs> go to Facebook, which Vimes has told us repeatedly over the last few weeks he's never been to. Um, email us, mgpbits at maturegamerpodcast.com. Can we really not reply to emails on that? No, I can't. I can't Fuck do it. Here now. <laughs> amateurs. What a bunch of amateurs. Uh, but if you do want, if that doesn't work, and you probably want more sense, then you can email ukevilhomer at gmail dot com. Your vimesy seventy four at gmail dot com. Are you? Mm-hmm. Clarky. I'm Clarky at maturegamerpodcast dot com. <laughs> How have you got one of them? I asked for one. He did. Uh, nobody's sent me an email <laughs> yet to it though. Someone, someone sent Clarky an email and he'll buy you a game. It's probably good because you yeah. couldn't reply to it. Send me an email and John will buy you a copy of Talisman. <laughs> no, 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 no. Probably the best thing to do is Twitter, though. You can follow the show at MGP Bits. You can follow me at UK or Homer. I'm at Clark. Oh, I was going to say I'm a Clarky Snap. I'm not. <laughs> I'm at Vimesy74. And I'm at Clarky Snap. And there's a new Twitter for the Daisy server, which is at MGP Daisy, where you'll get to. Uh, if you have any issues on the server, then you can just tweet that or get information about patches and new stuff. And uh, again, please come and play on the DayZ server. Um, a whole lot of fun to be had. And uh, you'd be most welcome to join the TeamSpeak as well. And there's always a few people knocking around, at least a few people knocking around in the DayZ channel. Uh, and all the other channels. So uh, if, if you haven't been on the TeamSpeak server at all for, to play any game... Go and check out the forum, get on there, because there's a really good community of really nice people in there every night, all night, every night. And, uh, yeah, some people in there I'd consider my friends now, so um, that's a good place to be. Uh, we don't see Vines and Clarky on there enough, so uh, your mission for the week next week, boys, is to spend more time on TeamSpeak, OK? I'll drop mm-hmm. in and pay you a visit. Good. You can, you, can, you can just go through meat again in the woods with me. OK. Get your meat in your hand. That was it. That was what tickled you, wasn't it? (laughs) Right. All right. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks, thanks, you two, for taking part. And um, 
one or more of us will see you um, next week. Ta-ra. Bye. Bye.